0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network.
1: Hello Riverdale gang!
0: Hi gang. Welcome back to the Watch Along Critical Commentary Podcast, where we watch Riverdale and critique it. Uh And all of its ridiculousness.
1: With love! (laughs) With love! Recorded here on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Squamish,
0: and Tsleil-Waututh people. Where Riverdale is also mostly shot.
1: That is true! Um, Welcome to sex education.
0: Yay! I didn't feel uncomfortable watching teenagers. It's like, knowing that they're 30 and also such caricatures makes it okay um i was reminded so much (laughs) of season one yeah done in done in hyperbole um there is so much that i in i felt weird about at the time all the cheesecake even knowing they're like 22 23
1: oh that's interesting i found um this season less hyperbolic because I bought that in the fifties we'd have a strange game of formal kissing in the mm.
0: living room. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah.
1: I feel like even when I played Spin the Bottle as a youngster, it was kinda just it was kinda just making out, you know.
0: Oh, we got creative. My friend definitely mm. had to wear a whipped cream bikini for the rest of the party.
1: Fascinating.
0: But that's yeah, that's the two thousands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who knows
1: what they're doing these days? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the fifties, uh-huh. being as they were, um, and the I I am interested, um, very very interested to to figure out what we're pulling from um, reference wise, history wise. I reefer madness comes to mind.
1: This mm. is this
0: I think thirties forties. Um, anti-cannabis film um that is kind of a classic that was then made into a parody musical um because it was so ridiculous
1: yes and beloved by people who love cannabis as far as i know
0: so i hear yeah and um that's the vibe i got from all the sex ed things um this nice ridiculous um layers layers of reference hmm. but like like we're referencing a parody is what I feel like.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't pick yeah. up on any of that at all. I'm, I'm curious to, oh, we're getting cat ambient noise as usual.
0: Yes, gang. welcome Pinch and Tassie, our favorite little menus
1: Meenew, Um. Yeah, I didn't pick up on any of that, to be honest. So I'm interested to hear you talk about that as we watch the episode.
0: I think I might also be expecting references because Riverdale and and digging deep to find them. Um,
1: I mean, the things that I noticed were... Mm-hmm. Uh the fact that uh Riverdale has no further seasons to try and make happen so they're allowed to be as sexually explicit as they desire.
0: No cancellation to worry about. No
1: cancellation to worry about is what this episode gave to me, which <laughs> I thought was really fun. I love when shows get to that point and they can just The final mm-hmm. seasons of television shows are something special in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they can go extreme. Yeah, in a direction that they choose, or they don't choose that they end up.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, I loved the references to Kinsey Kingsley in this, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. um, in this show, and um, literal birds and bees sex education. That
0: was hilarious. Um,
1: yeah, I, I don't know, I just work. oh, I think we're also getting um some guest commentary from my baby who's in the other room.
0: Excellent. We're Ryan, in a lively room of small, loving, squirmy things.
1: Ryan has no dependents. I have three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what that says about either. It's probably nothing, actually, because it's perfectly normal. I, I get to hang of, out with
0: uh, your dependents. So that's That's the cool. That's why I don't need any. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. I'm glad to help. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I honestly, I was just kind of along for the frolic of this. Episode. Um, it read mm-hmm. very high school to me in a way that I actually really really enjoyed. I was excited about how high, uh, how adolescent this episode yes was.
0: Um, are you familiar with the cartoon Big Mouth, Chloe?
1: I tried watching Big Mouth. Yeah, I really think Big Mouth is doing the Lord's work, and I just it annoyed me so much. I didn't watch it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very specific style. Um, th- that type of grotesque parody, I want to call it. Yeah. I got a hint of that, uh, even with all the, the super sexy smooching scenes. Yeah. <laughs> a, a hint of, these are stupid kids doing their their first smooches and figuring that out from scratch. Yeah. I, yeah, that that's, that's a vibe I felt throughout this whole thing. Um,
1: totally. And something I actually really liked along those lines was um, Betty... They they keep allowing Betty not to be a blushing flower. Yes. And I really, really appreciated that. I thought that was really fun. I mean, it's true, I think, of every character, honestly, on the show. Well, I suppose a little bit... The boys are more blushing flowers in some ways than the, Actually, yes. than the girls. Yeah, Veronica um,
0: and Betty, thinking back to season one, Betty was was introduced as rebellious stage, repressed person.
1: Yeah, and which we're kind of getting again, but she's sort of in control of her of her, she knows, I don't know. I just thought Mm -hmm. the fact that she, like, found this book, chose to read it, chose to utilize it, was uh, a nice choice for this character. I I felt positive about that.
0: And shared that necessary education with her colleagues.
1: (laughs) Her colleagues, meaning her closet boyfriend. (laughs) But you know what I loved about that moment is I sort of was like, I think... I think the the baby and the cat are talking to each other through the door, Riverdale gang. I, this is why. This is what it's like. This, we're also in our final season. <laughs> We've, there's there's no one to please at this point. Just us. Bless you. For Maybe y'all. With us. Um. Uh. I don't know what my point was.
0: Ridiculous kids. Um. Ridiculous. Kids, some individual yes. character points that I. Celebrated and enjoyed. Veronica and Jughead being suddenly good friends. Yeah, that was fun. Um, the, the utter parody of vintage Ace Jughead saying, "Mm, nothing, it's all about my eating hamburgers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm here for it. Jughead is, he says it with self-awareness, but not. That's what I'm getting this season. Authentic, oblivious teenageness. On top of layers and layers of self-aware, uh, yeah. self-reference.
1: It's true. There is a little of that. And a referential moment I thought was like when they had uh, Betty and Jughead kiss, and yes. it was like, oh, oh, we're not doing this. Okay, you know, we're not doing this.
0: Had them meet and then kiss.
1: Yeah, that was very like. Yes, I know this is because I think that that um, mm-hmm. relationship was a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was very, um, what I expected the show to just not, but since they did it, they were
0: like, yeah, okay,
1: we did it and we're done now.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. It was exactly. very like, that's exactly. all you're getting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now be quiet. <laughs> be quiet, fans. <Vince. laughs> and I thought that was, I thought that was a, a nice cheeky way of managing it. I didn't mm. need it, but yeah, it was cute.
0: Anchoring into the, the, the story resets at the end of every week kind of vibe. hmm Um, that's, Yeah. Uh, Betty and Jughead, I don't, they've explored that thoroughly. And what is kind of a novel aspect, like, it's it's a new thing. It's not from the comics. It's not yeah, reference material. It's something that happened in, and on this screen, on this show, on this version so yeah. well that I think, you know, we will be referencing Riverdale as the Jughead-Betty thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we're anchoring back to source material in a really lovely, uh, scathing way. The fifties were ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's... I wasn't alive. Yes. But from everything I hear,
1: my parents were barely alive. Your parents weren't.
0: No, my parents weren't. My grandparents didn't have uh, didn't have plumbing. Oh. Or. At this point in time, they were living in a in a farm, hand built farm log cabin farmhouse in the far, rural north.
1: Oh well, my <laughs> American grandparents were at college. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is a different.
0: We live different lives. We we come from different worlds, which is great, Chloe. I guess so. Because none of us live in Riverdale.
1: It's true. Well, Thank I mean, God. my other grandparents were married and had a couple of kids. Yeah.
0: So, there's the other. There's,
1: yeah. Um, so The 50s listen, were a
0: diverse and exciting time.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, actually, that is true. Um, uh, so, Riverdale gang, in this uh, continued breaking of the fourth wall, I'm going to do something that you're not going to hear. It's going to be really <laughs> fun. I'm going to uh, – this is how we've been doing – we're going to let you in on, like, the smoke and mirrors for a sec here. Um, this is how we've been managing moments like things going wrong – All of this long time on Riverdale Gang, I'm gonna clap three times and you're not gonna hear it and I'm gonna go make sure my baby's asleep (laughs) and then I'm gonna clap another three times and it's just gonna seem like a seamless edit to you. Are you ready? And it's as if nothing ever happened, Riverdale Gang.
0: Yay, simple technology. (laughs) Simple
1: technology. (laughs) Ryan secretly is very annoyed with me that he has to edit all that out later. (laughs) Ah yes, the dulcet tones of a crying baby. Well, Riverdale Gang, coming to you live.
0: Let's see how uh, Noah likes the through the wall sounds of Riverdale.
1: <laughs> okay, we're heading to the watch along portion I think. Yeah,
0: let's click in.
1: All right, great. So Riverdale gang hope you have your Netflix um, uh, queued up is the word I'm looking for. And we're gonna start it in three, two, one, and
0: doom. Oh badoom <laughs> Just ever so slightly early. Bad noise happens.
1: Bad noise.
0: Actually, happens. No, this is
1: the good noise. Oh the good noise I is back. That's weird.
0: When did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> good noise. The old sting. It's like they've realized the new one was awful, perhaps.
1: Perhaps. Sharon Purser acting gold medal acting ugh. over here, just like
0: ugh. Frozen, broken, traumatized. Like, yeah, that's a child who's just lost both her parents. Yeah. Oof. I am a little bit enamored with this awful Sheriff Keller.
1: Yeah. I was sort of surprised he had a beard. Hmm. That feels off-brand, sort of, for the 50s. But I don't know. I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> I'm just... He's so much more of a jerk. A condescending yeah. jerk. And I... maybe, they... maybe he was in season one. Um, I, uh, maybe it is our change perspective on authority and policing that I am circling around since season one.
1: Also, I think that, uh, we're getting the, like, I don't want the daughter of my murder victims in my house vibe from yes. this. I think that's where we're going, but I really don't know.
0: I, yep. This could absolutely be hell again. Um, I love this shot of them both looking away from each other and drinking, and lifting the drinks.
1: So Polly exists and she is gone.
0: Yes. She is off yeah. at college or something. Or maybe she just never left the nunnery in this world.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Maybe Julian Blossom has twins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good use of Shannon Purser.
1: Good use of Shannon Purser. Also, nobody has comforted this poor girl yet.
0: No, she's still in her bloody clothes and everyone's like scared to hug her. Yeah. Which, I mean, bloody clothes and, pos- and all the murder. Betty's trying. Alice is trying. Sort yeah. of. Within rigid social constraints. I don't know. You could hug people in the 50s. That wasn't weird. I think.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Give this girl some pajamas. And a shower. Yeah. She smells of her parents' blood. <laughs>
1: Um, uh, it's interesting. The pin, once you're pinned, it's just always on your clothes.
0: Oh, yes. Because you're always marked. Yeah.
1: My, uh, my grandmother uh, shocked everybody when she got engaged to my grandfather because she already had the pin of another boy.
0: <laughs> Scandal. So that
1: is my association with pins. Oh, you know what? The first time I watched this, I didn't see that Penelope was looking at this painting.
0: Ah, uh, you just saw the angry.
1: Yeah, also...
0: It's papaya, fiery-headed woman, as we dig out a papaya. (laughs) I
1: know. That is suggestive in the extreme.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. We're leaning so heavily uh, into the sexual hyperbole. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I love how how the gay is leaking out from the scenes (laughs) of Cheryl's closet.
1: Yes natural proclivities shall we say Ugh. where is my queer punk band called proclivities <laughs> where is it
0: i think you have to make it
1: Ugh. i'm not punk enough are you kidding <laughs> uh-huh.
0: so penelope acts uh. by manipulating her son
1: yeah interesting that's interesting i definitely feel like there was a little bit of Enlisting the older siblings. There is a little bit of enlisting the older siblings mm-hmm. always to take care of the younger ones. Oh no, they're not older or younger they're ones, they're twins. I don't know. Never well, mind. I don't in, know
0: anything. In that case, I think gender gender gives us our hierarchy. I
1: guess. In that's this true, time yeah. in this
0: frame and in Penelope's house. Yeah. Despite her husband not being present. Yeah, Pinch.
1: Yeah, Pinch.
0: Hmm. The truth is, Veronica. I am being honest and reflecting on our interests and needs yeah. and making a responsible choice.
1: Archie's great. This is a lovely characterization of Archie.
0: Yep. Sweet young man. Even when he gets told like, Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get laid yeah. dating Cheryl, he's a little
1: weird about it, but yeah.
0: not a horn dog. It's true. He doesn't he hand pursue handles does
1: his erection very well too.
0: <laughs> I love
1: the reaction from the secretary in here.
0: Yes. Miss Bell is a gift.
1: Yeah. Miss Bell is a gift. I she gets to, I wonder if she gets to do anything good this season.
0: Outside of this. Outside of announcing sex ed too. We should
1: postpone it. <laughs> Lecture myself, and she's God. like, Ugh, "Oh
0: no!" Miss <laughs> Bell knows these two are.
1: You know how I, this doctor is called Doctor Worthers, and you were telling me about how you choked on a Worthers when you were a child. Yeah, I just like that.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, low quality um... caram butterscotch. Okay, I like Worthers; they're good, cheap. <laughs> and these boys are. I okay is I noticed the the careful staging of this um this full vintage locker room yeah like something about how this shot is blocked and assembled with a, a very particular background action feels referential to a period of to a film period
1: yeah a specific I guess that's true. nudity
0: vibe or nudity hints.
1: I wonder about locker room culture for men all the time. Like I not all mm. the time. I just I just <laughs> when
0: it pops up.
1: When it pops up I'm just I'm, I'm just curious about it. Not in a voyeuristic way, not in like I wanna see them naked way. I just
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm just curious about what it's like on the inside. Because hmm? it looks and sounds terrifying. <laughs> To be honest.
0: In my experience, a fraction of the emotional and intense of conversations that seem to happen in TV locker rooms.
1: Okay, great. I'm glad yeah. to hear the TV locker rooms are more intense because if that was real, it would just be
0: too much. It's not quite the social hub, if I recall. Okay, that's good. But again... um Oh my God, there's... that
1: car. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry, carry on.
0: There's different ages of how we show the locker room scene. Um, and I think it's... it's often part of an a, 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 a changing expression of masculinity and gender norms. Mm. Um, yeah. How we Aww. exist in the, the same-sex social space, this isolated bubble. Yeah. And Tony has an alternative love interest. I'm here for it. Yeah. This is Lizzo? This is Lizzo. I, I this saw... is obviously Rizzo from Greece. I love her.
1: Oh, I was like, why are you <laughs> named after a very famous pop star? I don't understand. Rizzo, I understand.
0: Mm hmm. So, how much of this is is now 70s view of 50s redone in 2020s? I
1: can even begin to tell you.
0: <laughs> oh, Kevin. And,
1: wow. Running from the girlfriend.
0: Mm hmm. You're not subtle, buddy. Ugh, the clothes. And neither is Clay. Clay is boldly unsubtle, taking all the risks this episode.
1: Yeah, we love someone who's comfortable with themselves, themselves. Yeah. There's no selves here. Kevin's not there yet. He's not ready to be comfortable <laughs> no. with himself.
0: Uh, Hep cats. Poetry night. Yeah, yeah, you're feeling vibes, Clay. You're feeling it. You are not wrong.
1: You were playing with fire, though. He is yeah. the police chief's son. <laughs> oh
0: God, you're this right. Is some
1: awkward, oh. and it's not like a nice, sensible, not homophobic police chief from the 2020s. God,
0: even like today, I, uh, dating a police chief's kid would be weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's not on my list. <laughs> but probably wouldn't Matt's be the first thing I noticed. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that.
0: Uh, yeah, we're Kevin is. We spend a lot of time in Kevin's closet this episode. This is the very Do you? the very super gay, super bad at hiding it. Fifties episode. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I sorry, I blacked <laughs> out and I'm looking at this now. What did you say? This conversation
0: of what Cheryl's covering yeah. up on her painting.
1: I forgot the Seven Year Age came out in nineteen fifty five. The what? The seven-year itch?
0: Yeah. They do a good job of situating themselves in media time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, as much as they've always reference dropped. Archie is... This is a delightfully bashful Archie. Once We've talked about KJ Apa's super authentic vibe. Yeah. As he's arching.
1: Yeah. It's good.
0: Exemplary. It's fun. Such a teenage kid. And... Cheryl has conflicting feelings. Yes, she's got a beard now, or something, yeah. for herself.
1: I wonder if doll face. Blech. Um, I wonder if um, Betty and Kevin are gonna figure out that Kevin is gay, <laughs> and then Betty's gonna be like, "I'll be your beard." That's what I'm seeing. Mm. That's what I'm seeing is gonna come.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're obviously not having sex. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Um, I love that the Babylonium is now the the cinema. I am happy that they kept that little bit of world building and reskinned it. it.
1: You know, it's it's interesting. I just realized a fun little detail of the difference between the beatnik girls Mm -hmm. and the preppy girls. The preppy girls are all, none of them have a car. It's all like, oh, pick me up or like drive Ah, me home. And all the beatnik girls have a ride.
0: Independence.
1: It's a very interesting, like... Dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I wonder
1: if that's intentional. Well, I, and I wonder if it was true to life.
0: Anchoring to Cheryl's, um, her romantic competition between er, Veronica's romantic competition between two boys is all about who gets to drive her.
1: Yeah.
0: And the independent action is walking home. Yeah. Um, yeah, Which I think is there's a commitment
1: some... if you're in heels. <laughs>
0: I need a town built for cars. Yeah. Like all of America pretty much. I um there's some character Um the Jughead and Ethel character dynamic, friend dynamic.
1: Yeah, I I I'm a little irritated that Ethel is always the one who's into Jughead and always doesn't get the guy. Like I want a different story for Ethel. Because we're we're digging into this character, I, I I feel like I want a little more than like spurned lover from her, not spurned lover. That's not what
0: I mean. Uh, one the one sided.
1: One side. I just want like mm-hmm. a little more for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some, something a little different. But I mean, we are getting more. She's just been accused of murdering her parents. <laughs> so maybe I'm asking for something that I already have.
0: <laughs> I I I'm I'm taking it as reference material to start. This is where mm, at, this is yeah. where Ethel comes uh-huh. from. And is starting from See, there's um, that again.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: where do you think you're going? But um, Ethel has a lot of room to grow, yes. and this episode especially, um, I enjoy Jughead's reiteration of his non-participation in the dating stuff. In several silly, silly ways, there's hamburgers to eat. Yeah. Um, he's committed to his own bit.
1: God, I had a great hamburger the other day. Anyway, carry on.
0: <laughs> and <laughs>
1: there was a split second here. By the way, I love this noir thing. There's like a little jazz going in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I for a second I thought Betty and Jughead were gonna run into each other in here, mm-hmm, and then it mm-hmm. was gonna be like detective buddies again.
0: Samezies. You know. I think that was the tease very, very much. Yeah. Um. And then we avoided that very, very much.
1: Hit of the perverse.
0: Jughead, burn this. Honestly, yeah, don't child. it. This is... A, it's a little sketch. This child's... This, this, she's gonna make all the art for the rest of her life. Burn the murder evidence. <laughs> yeah,
1: also... Weird vibe, Alice, sending your daughter to a um, murder scene to get some clothes. It's just weird. <laughs> but I guess then it's a plot. We wouldn't get this. Yeah,
0: we needed to get this book and... This isn't the book Betty finds sitting around at Alice's house. Um,
1: no, but that would be a really fun piece of plot. I kind of wish she had.
0: Kudos to, to Ethel just being above the curve and past this. And like, yeah, Ethel's been through that book. It's Ethel's book. <laughs>
1: the M- Milkman Cometh was the name of this. I don't know if anyone noticed.
0: Yeah. Milkman Cometh. So, I'm sure it
1: was a coincidence. You are not a detective in this, <laughs> or in this uh, season.
0: Nope. Back to Goofy Kid, Chughead, and then we have some interesting poetry experiences. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> really
1: Julian yawning.
0: I really enjoyed that <laughs> like, Langston Hughes poem a few being episodes like, ago. And being like, "Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I mean, this is not this is something they wrote for the show."
0: Yes. Um, but we're circling back to poetry as um, as an expressive media, performed poetry, spoken poetry, um, and and social relevance. <laughs> I, just, I I feel like poetry that, doesn't get this treatment.
1: That is a self referential thing. I think. What does it mean? It's just art. It doesn't have to mean anything. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, that
1: I think that that is Roberto Garcia being like. It just is. This was so fun.
0: Yes, speaking of art, that's just art. Interpretive dance. This is what we mean when we say an interpretive dance number.
1: Yeah. I love it. Kevin's like, what is this? Um, I love it, but it made me think of my father once saw Yoko Ono perform live. Mm. And Yoko Ono, who I think is a wonderful creator, um, Mm -hmm. but she did something that was very of her time Mm -hmm. where she rang a little bell and she said, every time you think of this bell, you will be happy, or something like that. Like, it was mm. very, it was very uh, f- floofy. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I don't mean that judgmentally. It's Yoko Ono. Yeah,
0: psychologically floofy, um, optimistic about, yeah, an optimistic art statement.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, Cheryl's sexual Cheryl's awakening.
1: like, I'm terrified, I need to get out of here. Uh,
0: what's an orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And what did Yoko Ono do?
1: Um, just... It just remind it. it yeah. What I liked about this is I was like, this reminds me. This feels very true to the era that it is from, based mm-hmm. on reports that I have had.
0: Yes, the type but, of I mean, experimental. It's still,
1: it's still a parody, but
0: yes. You know. you know, I thought for I felt like they did pretty darn good at giving these poems the attention of of of, of a, a major art form. Uh, taking them seriously. Yeah. Just I so rarely see poems that, treated that way in modern oh, contemporary media. Cheryl.
1: Cheryl's had a tough night. <laughs> your life's gonna
0: be so much better when you just accept that you are into Tony. It's hard. You'll get there.
1: Ah, uh, flashlights under covers.
0: I'm. uh I'm taking. From this episode that we're also not going to um, languish in our misery too long. Yes. Betty finds what she needs to find, and it's great. Yeah. (laughs) And interpretively dancing, Tony performs arousal for everyone. Yes. This
1: Uh, is... is There's, there's like snow or is it glitter? Like, sorry, my cat's going off here, Riverdale gang.
0: She's super into this scene.
1: Oh wait, is Kevin dreaming too?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Kevin's totally dreaming too. Kevin is, is discovering clay in the, in the w- weird rainforest, uh, plastic rainforest set. It's, <clears throat> I, it's, I'm reminded of the show Sensate. Um, actually, in how they're all in the same dream space, having their different ridiculous experiences. Cheryl's right there, um, or, you know, looking, looking ahead to the, the makeout party they're about to all have together.
1: That's true. This is. Which we don't know we're getting
0: yet. Which we don't know we're getting yet. But we're definitely, they, they're definitely wanting. They're definitely dreaming of. Um, I
1: couldn't get over how long this sequence was. I was like, yeah. my first watch, I'll be honest, I was like changing Noah at the same time and like doing some <laughs> stuff. And I was all like, this is still going on every time I look up.
0: Yes, this this scene is, I f- I'm sure I'm missing some references here. I'm sure there's some, oh, some art house creative work here. Because um, this set is so intentionally fake these shots are flat straight on using simple creative lighting yeah that was very in vogue very experimented with at the time having a moving set having the cinematography is it's all doable in the 50s
1: I wonder if it's a... Um, a- like a um what's the word I want like a modern dance reference wasn't modern Mm. like some modern dance kind of popping off in the 50s am I making that
0: up hugely hugely um there yeah there was a lot of I want to say more abstract things happening um outside of ballet form outside of jazz form
1: yeah I wonder if that's the reference though
0: yeah Tony's dance poem.
1: I love this lollipop she's got.
0: <laughs> that she's hinting. <laughs> and Kevin is not picking up what she's laying down.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> Little things mean yeah. a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, this is so fun. Mm-hmm.
0: I like, I like oh, the scoring man. of this episode a lot. Um, there's a lot of scene introducing Sting's. Just a, a phrase that really sets a tone as we, we bounce around inside these characters' heads really rapidly.
1: <laughs> you know, I love a sibling chaos duo. And yes. I feel like even though Julian is on Mom's side, yes, there's still some sibling chaos from Julian and Cheryl. And I, I just, I love a sibling chaos duo. I really do.
0: Yes. I'm here for it. I want more of it. And wow, What awful sex ed! So many people had to suffer through.
1: Yeah, you know, I wonder if in the advent of um post, in the advent of COVID, where everything Mm -hmm. is taught Mm -hmm. online, if sex ed being taught online via Zoom to teenagers is actually a more comfortable experience because you get to be like alone,
0: Mm. a hint of of distance,
1: and like kind of safe from the discomfort of your peers,
0: and not in a room full of your peers.
1: Yeah, I wonder about that, but maybe colorful petals. Oh God!
0: <laughs> and a pleasing contour. Which of those flowers is the boy and which is the girl?
1: It's two flowers. <laughs> 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 it's apparently, gay.
0: Mm-hmm. To say. Mm-hmm. Kingsley's Guide to Human Sexuality. You don't. You should tell Ethel you stole that. Yeah. She's gonna miss it. And Veronica Brings experience question mark? I think Veronica Brings um grew up in LA and heard some things. I don't think this is
1: Okay. Um You
0: mean an orgy? Eh, as far as you're concerned.
1: What is pony ride? (laughs) My god.
0: Uh, excuse to grind games. Yes. And oh my god,
1: <laughs> he is a hapless bumblebee. Look at
0: him. <laughs> oh my god. The blunt cuts to stock shots also feels yeah. very fifties to me. Storytelling feels very like old early film. Adding adding be real. Adding those cutting shots is a. Uh, or was, I think, a fresher technique.
1: Yeah. I'm obsessed with the collar on Betty's sweater. Side note. Mm. That is such a weird collar. I love it.
0: And these two characters expressing and exploring and discussing exactly what they want. Um, with a, a wonderful confidence. Grumpy, grumpy Cheryl. Yeah. Just like, compared to the, what the boys seem to know about all of this. Yeah.
1: This is fun. fun. I'm obsessed with this coat. Look at this coat. It's
0: fabulous. Ugh. And Cheryl's going through it.
1: Yeah, Cheryl's having a rough time. I feel sad for Cheryl.
0: She is so into Tony, who's playing the long game. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the. Um. Explicitly having Tony and Clay both intentionally pursue their partners, their their potential partners, yeah. um, like that's that feels like bold queer dating for the fifties.
1: I mean, I don't know. I we yeah. weren't there. Yeah, it does seem a little bold, especially for teens. It seems very self aware for teens. Yes, I mean, that's what I that's what I think. But I remember there being teens that were um self aware in a way that I was not when mm. I was a teenager.
0: Yes. And with like this
1: is okay, I hate this scene. Yes. Um because this is an inappropriate dynamic between anybody for any reason at all, period. Betty
0: he put That's some all. pressure on. Yeah, yep. I hate it. But he does bad.
1: Anyway <laughs> characters make flawed decisions. It's okay. I just needed to name that that made me really uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Writing and eating hamburgers. Um, I liked that they let her get horny and inappropriate. Oh, yeah, like, totally. That's yeah, an important aspect of stupid horny people.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I agree. I 100% agree. I was just like, we yeah. need to, I feel like we need to name them. this. not cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: So she, he is not a loner. You've called that yourself. He has nerd friends. He has yeah. multiple nerd friends. He has a job.
1: He does. Writing
0: and eating hamburgers. Oh, yeah. He, is, he does have a job. It's good because... It's
1: weird. He Yeah, he's like succeeding in capitalism and has friends. Like, what are these adults doing?
0: He's doing it wrong. He's doing it wrong. Now yeah. I'm going to go hang with the cool kids. Don't
1: tell them what's happening at the party. That'll be bad. You don't. Mm-hmm. Barking up the wrong tree. They're really self-consciously throwing in a lot of these 50s expressions.
0: Yes, yes. Somebody is having a lot of fun. Um... Going through the script third and fourth times and and jamming them in.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So back into locker room culture.
1: Mm -hmm. How did you feel about this scene?
0: It's fine. Long, lingering It's flirty. It's fun and flirty. Um, And as 30-something-year-old actors performing and exploring, like, budding sexuality, I loved it. I thought all these perspectives... All these tight camera shots on abs. Yeah. These eyeline shots. um, Kevin doing it. Betty doing it. I liked it. Um, And it... We also focused in on, like... These guys' tummies. There's something... You know, it's not a... It's not a big, loving, glowing shot. It's, oh, wow, there's an anatomy focus. Yeah. And that... Um, you know, being flustered by someone's belly button. There's something very young and budding about that, I think. I hope I can trust you to be discreet.
1: This coming out suddenly did... This is is coming
0: on. This isn't coming out. This is coming on.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess so. But I did also...
0: (laughs) Tap, tap. Tap, tap on the peck. Tap,
1: tap. Um, that actually reminds me of the shoulder pat in Heartstopper. Yes! Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> the like, yes, pat pat. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I only bought it because he's like, I need you to be discreet. I thought that was cool.
0: Yes, yes. There's some awareness. hmm um, um, I bought that that character pushed through his terror and said that for the chance of getting a date. Yeah. For the chance of this cute boy who's always staring at you. Mm -hmm. Figuring himself
1: out. Did she just sit in the corner while he read it?
0: Must have, the whole time watching him. Watching him read the arousal chapter.
1: (laughs) Listen, foreplay is a mystery, truly.
0: No one knows.
1: You kind of don't know until it's happening, I feel. And then you're like, ah, yes, this is foreplay. Well,
0: they sure don't know it's happening until it's happening either. And then it's happening.
1: I love that vintage record player. That's so fun. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I like that Betty has become the love guru, Um, almost aspirationally. Yeah. um, Like, she's the first one to think about it, and so she's taken as the expert.
1: You know what I love about this season so far is Mm -hmm. that because it's the last one and they don't have to worry about getting canceled, (laughs) they can do all of this slightly more sexually explicit stuff Mm. in the 50s, which is technically more repressed than we are.
0: Yeah, or at least
1: we perceive it that way. I always think the past is probably less conservative than we give it credit for, but I really don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like this, he pops a boner that wouldn't have happened in like the first, in any of the seasons of this show.
0: Yep, he just takes yep. the
1: teddy bear with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just wouldn't have happened. Yes, we don't make reference.
0: There is, there is a different. Uh, there's, there's a risk taking. Yeah. this season um, again I'm, I'm feeling the vibe of these older actors this is why you know, where I referenced big mouth earlier. it's yeah. it's 30 something year olds playing being stupid teenagers. Yeah um, I'm on board with that so much more than the the um, the beefcake pinupness that I remember from season mm-hmm. one. like it almost wasn't parody of itself as much oh, or it was yeah. less parody mm-hmm. than this is and so I'm accepting this a lot more um I'm also I'm enjoying this as a conversation to have to people who watched Riverdale seven years ago when they were maybe 14 yeah and now in their 20s I uh, don't
1: even... reviewing <laughs> sorry I'm distracted <laughs> by how stupid that
0: line is brushed my teeth earlier this week Ugh. Yep. Yes, it was cheating, but consent's important.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We don't have that conversation. It's the 50s. And everyone needs to have a real kiss. Yeah. This is the you know,
1: make party game. Oh, Midge. Oh, Midge. Sweet, this, sweet Midge. I, I love this, uh, this actor. Yep. She's so fun.
0: I hope we get more of her. Just hold still.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Betty's face. <laughs>
0: Um, I like that we have several couples that are just really casually good with makeout party, that have all chosen to be at makeout party.
1: Yeah, that's something. I this is sort of what I mean about like the mm-hmm. past maybe being a little less
0: conservative,
1: yeah. maybe than we give it credit for. Yeah. Um.
0: A great deal. <laughs> like
1: kisses, just maybe weren't as big a deal, and like. Going in and out of dating, maybe just wasn't as big a deal.
0: Mm-hmm. None well, of it was marriage. There's, a, there's, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of these we weren't, we didn't talk about it, things that in you know in media depictions of these eras are 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 still not talked about, and in history are still not talked about. Yeah.
1: Distracted by the cheesy grin that yeah. the director had KJ Apa that he did himself. Either way. It's, this yep. is hysterical. This is so funny.
0: <laughs> Betty's scandalized face. She's gonna suffocate him. But what a way to go! That's that's a great cutaway. Yeah. That's that's the the humor vibe of this fifties commentary.
1: God, <laughs> <gum>. oh my <laughs> god! I loved this moment. I love this moment. I think it's funny.
0: Yep. Um, and then t- Tony pieces out. Julian's boring this is this I is mean, how you flirt with Cheryl this, by this making it with her, her brother, brother.
1: <laughs> I know this is so much so much is going on here uh,
0: this is off the shade this could be you Cheryl this could be another redhead Cheryl lips are lubricated yeah this is so unapologetically horny teenagers
1: <laughs> <laughs> Archie's like this is great I'm having a great time
0: <clears throat> so so we have the super repressed parents. We have the Alice and Penelope. Those exist in this world. And we have kids going hard in the other direction.
1: Hmm. Tony's like, ugh, I didn't mm. actually
0: Yeah, I didn't love that. <laughs> I love,
1: love. Julian's like, oh, this is fine.
0: <laughs> in your dreams, Prepster. Take me home. I'm going to grill you for information on your sister.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, if she can grow up with Julian, that's unreasonably in
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If they become friends, that would be a fun little twist I, in this story. I'd be into that.
0: Tony and Julian as friends. Veronica and Jughead as friends. I actually loved Veronica and Jughead. Yeah. Especially, I'm remembering last season where they had that moment at the, at the dinner table just left alone or two seasons ago. Yeah. At Archie's house. Just... Those characters. Yeah. It's like there isn't something there and, and they're <clears> letting <throat> there be. As as friends, a social dynamic.
1: Yeah, I I love a good friendship. Like this this moment actually is pretty fun.
0: The fact that they have interests in common. Um
1: plan <laughs> on doing to me. <laughs> That's funny.
0: I also love the um again, this this vintage non sexy jughead whose um who's chatting about interests who is probably going to end up being friends with Veronica and Betty if we you know, if I'm hearkening back to the old uh to the comic reference material um like classic jughead is is, is isn't a boy in yeah, that regard yeah totally and yeah. this is this is what i'm getting with veronica here he's not really a boy in that way
1: you know when i was reading archie comics as a kid i never really thought about what Jughead's purpose was mm. in the story. And now I'm like looking at this vintage Jughead and trying to like figure it out and suss it out and I think it's
0: mm.
1: I like this. It's really fun.
0: Yes. No, there's I want to I want to contrast him um to how Archie's being played this season. Authentically yeah. so so cartoonishly that. Um, and since Jughead's memory was wiped, he's been cartoonishly this. Yeah. I accept it. I love it. It's, it's goofy. It's ridiculous. But um, there's a heightened performance that they're leaning into. Yeah.
1: But there's almost... There's almost... I don't want to say flirting. There's like some... There's affection there.
0: There's friend chemistry. Yeah. They can have a conversation. That's wild. Yeah. You don't see Veronica have a conversation with Archie.
1: That's true. And also... At all. Veronica, I think that... Um, I mm-hmm. think Veronica probably has a little less of a hang-up about men and women being friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She yeah she, she comes from a different yeah. culture.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we've seen... Archie in Betty's room a couple of times. Mm-hmm. we talked about how he's not a real boy. He's the boy next door. But clearly he becomes a real boy this episode.
1: Yes. I'm a real boy. In way that
0: Kevin fails to. Oh, buddy. You're not excited.
1: You are a real boy.
0: You're not excited, Kevin. I know what excited is. Archie showed me yesterday.
1: You're a real boy. <laughs> I love you, Kevin.
0: Yep. Um... Pork. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, like, if we just keep trying, like, it'll just it'll keep work. Up. Give it'll it the old college try. click in. I eventually won't hate this, right? No, no, you're always gonna hate this, Kevin. Oh. Go kiss your boy. Betty will be happier for it.
1: Yeah, everyone will be happier. Mostly you, Kevin. Yeah,
0: and Clay. Mostly you and Clay. This um. This negotiation yeah. of making out feels like a a dated dating thing that I've never known or experienced.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Leave room for the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, I've never experienced that, certainly. <laughs> I was like, what Holy Spirit? Let's smush them. <laughs> um, Archie, you're being a bit ballsy, I have to say. Yeah. Actually that's not the word I meant to use. Actually it was handsy. <laughs> Wrong body parts. Sorry, Riverdale gang.
0: <laughs> Some affiliation. Yeah. Um
1: I loved again Chaos Siblings.
0: Yeah. She caught
1: in the crossfire, but I loved um she like figures out what's happened and she's like, "Let's make out."
0: <laughs> yes. As well yeah, once the once the pressure is once she knows he's an inexperienced puppy. Yeah. Um, she can work with that. There's a little bit of power returned, to Cheryl. Yeah. That she was enforcing at the beginning of this scene by mm-hmm. very carefully stating the what and the where. Figure it out together. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. <sighs> Archie, I'm sorry, but you're an experiment right now. Yeah. <laughs> that might actually hurt the poor do- boy a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think he'll be okay in the long term. Yeah. Oh, no, the diary. Is Alice going to read the diary? Again. Oh,
0: why else would we have a diary, right?
1: Uh...
0: A diary all with all sorts of sexy secrets?
1: Oh, she's getting to share the narration a little with Jughead. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the intro-outro narration, but it's. Yeah. Yeah. The voice over the world. Um we're just like with um like when we cut into Tony's dance heavily, where she she was she stopped talking. Yeah. The poem was going, but she stopped talking. We were in Cheryl's vision. I like that. Well done. They're getting lost in their heads.
1: Oh, that breakfast looks good.
0: And then Cheryl Hello, has Cheryl. vengeance. Here's what you wanted, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's a hickey, Mother. Isn't this what you wanted?
0: Mm-hmm. I suppose. I love
1: Julian's like, oh, just kill me. <laughs> All, the All the way, way pinned,
0: pinned me. me.
1: Has a cherry.
0: <laughs>
1: Great. Suffer,
0: Mother. Suffer. There's a uh, zero
1: <laughs> to 60. <laughs> toodles. Oh, I said toodles before Cheryl. Uh. Julian's like, is this what you were after? Is this what you wanted? Um, I, what's going on here? Regrets. Regrets.
0: Uh, Kevin.
1: This is wise.
0: Please read this book, Kevin, and understand yourself. What? And then give it to Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> so this, um, something <laughs> about the gay experience of this episode. Neither of them know they're gay. Neither of them know themselves. That is who and who? Cheryl and Kevin. Neither of them seems. I think
1: Cheryl's figured it out.
0: Mm, Well, maybe
1: not. Yeah, good point. She doesn't have language for it.
0: Make yeah, making out with Archie yesterday. The and the amount of confusion she's having, the fear around Tony. I don't. I think we're. I think we're. I think this is a period queer story. The discovery of what gay is, um, which which was the first hurdle for a lot of queer folks in this time. This is a thing.
1: You're making really important points. I just realized Veronica is like kind of interested in drughead. Yep. Fascinating.
0: Quite possibly. Um, I am. I am ready for the awkward circle of Veronica likes Jughead, Archie likes Veronica, Betty likes Archie, Jughead yeah, likes hamburgers.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh hamburgers.
0: <laughs> so, let's be incognito. Nope. Now everyone needs to think about us.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, Miss Bell. I,
1: lo- I love the. If cl- I mention, I love the clothes in this era.
0: Mm-hmm. He's got his S shirt on.
1: I like his pants. I like Ethel's brooch. I mm. love this this like leather jacket that's on the police chief. Mm, mm, mm. Ugh.
0: Yes. No, he's he's a sheriff here, right? He's a sheriff. Import yes. there is a I think I think this right. is, it's, oh, yeah, maybe right, even right, right. in this era especially a distinction between sheriff and police chief.
1: <laughs> Ethel's like, "Why didn't you burn them?" <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously, Jughead. Um you live in an abandoned train car. Security is not really the thing. Yeah. And there we go. And that's the episode. Yeah. and Also,
1: minor thing about like adults searching the home of a minor while he, I don't know. it just, everything is terrible.
0: Everything is terrible. And, uh, well, Riverdale's not terrible.
1: Yeah. That was was fun. Yeah, this was a great episode. I really enjoyed it, to be honest.
0: I'm, I'm surprised we stayed so rooted in the same place and time and era. Kept digging. I was expecting a sharper horror turn. Yeah,
1: I I was too, actually. Now that you mention it, I was expecting. I wasn't sure if we were going to get Detective Story or if we were mm-hmm. going to get. Yeah, like I wasn't, surreal ex-
0: horror. Or I wasn't, zombie horror. Yeah,
1: I wasn't expecting this episode now that you mention it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, the other thing that I just want to say quickly, I feel like. I feel like Ryan and I are often sarcastic about this show while we're watching it.
0: <laughs> yes. And
1: I something I keep coming back to again and again as someone who's a fan of a lot of different types of media is it is part of the function of the fan to be critical. Mm-hmm. I love this show.
0: Yeah, dark really, sugar trash.
1: I love this show. I unironically love this show. <laughs> and some of the choices that get made are not for me. Yep. You know?
0: But they're That's hilarious all. and bold. Uh, They're consistently bold, creatively informed choices that are, I think, so often informed by by way more than I expect to go into a television script.
1: Totally. Um, And I don't have a ton of experience with shows like this. This is sort of the only show like this that I've ever really seen, other than maybe like The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I
0: don't know that so. yeah i don't i think riverdale's a really unique happening in a lot of ways i, yeah. I can't think of another ro- show that has been so fluid in its form and genre i'm i'm reminded of archer honestly an oh, animation yeah i've
1: never seen archer
0: um and because of the nature of animation they can do dramatic changes mm-hmm. um and riverdale does that without with with real people um I'm, you know, I'm reminded of Glee, of course, in a lot of the the tone, a lot of the energy, a lot of musicality. Mm-hmm. But Glee <gasps> had a consistent world. Glee didn't change the world underneath it.
1: I just forgot and then remembered that we're getting a musical episode at some point this season.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. 50s
1: what, though? Are there 50s musicals? Will it be Grease? That mm- might be too on the nose.
0: Golden Age. We could be go classic Broadway, Thoroughly Modern Millie. We could. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll
1: just be gentlemen prefer blondes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't. I don't think that was ever a stage play. I think that was just a film. Well, so let's get excited make, for. That might make a difference.
0: For musical episode. Oh, I forgot but that was coming. Huh.
1: Sorry, girls. But okay. Anyway, now I'm distracted. Um. Yeah. Anyway, all this to say is that I I love this show. Yeah. I'm. It's been a long haul, but I'll miss it when it's done.
0: I'm ready for more of this next week. Yeah. Oh, hope you'll join us then, gang.
1: All right. See you then gang. Tough it down.
0: Bye.